Captain Zerg. You, I got a Zerg and a shotgun, and I'm bringing them home to you. I'm Commander Rainer, and this here's my favorite show in Nexus. This is Core. Yeehaw! Time to show these bastards the door. It's good stuff. I always like playing that one. Although it's awkward singing at the beginning, but what are you going to do? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to CORE. It's Thursday. Yeah, that's right. We're a day late. It's my fault. I had stuff going on. Busy, busy, crazy, crazy. Needed a night off. Took one off. These guys were uh, very amenable to that idea. So we pushed it a day. What are you going to do? Here's the funny bit. Next week, same deal, but for different reasons. Tom Merritt's going to be here. He'll be in my house. And uh, because of that, we got stuff on Wednesday. That means we got to push core to uh, Thursday. But don't worry. There'll be a show. We'll do it. We'll bring it back like we always do. I'm Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, all here making Heroes of the Storm great again. How's it's everybody It's a long doing? name you have there. It's a very long name. <laughs> what the heck was I doing there? Uh, anyway, th- uh, you guys, thanks for uh, 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 accommodating me yesterday. It was kind of a rough one. And uh, it was. it's nice to still be able to do a show and be with you guys tonight uh very happy to accommodate you in any way we can Uh, thank you on behalf of all our listeners i'm high maintenance is what i'm trying to say scott johnson Mm -hmm. high maintenance uh chat room nice to see you as always we are going to dive right in and talk about some stuff now i'm going to be honest and i i have a feeling this is probably true of all of us and it just happens to be uh wow's turn in the spotlight uh, this ju- this goes back and forth. There'll be a time where I'm like, all right, I've Warcraft myself into the dirt. Uh, I'm going to play nothing but heroes. Or I'm going to get a, a a wild hankering for a little Diablo season, new season or something, and I'll dive into that pretty hardcore. But Blizzard robs Peter to pay Paul a lot with their with their video games. And um, because we love them all, well, maybe not them all. I don't play a lot of Hearthstone. But, you know, we like most of them. Uh, we we tend to bounce around a little bit. And in the light and the shadow of a big new expansion in Warcraft, I've spent a lot of time over there. I now have two 120s, and uh, they're both pretty much mythic ready. And uh, it's got an alternate happening on the Alliance side. And I got, you know, a couple of little things here and there. And it's uh, been a busy time over there. So I have had about this much extra gaming space in my life, and I have spent it on nothing, including Heroes of the Storm. Uh, is that true, Oh, have you have you have you been in the game? Uh, uh, well, I'd like to say you have made a little room for some gaming. And that's Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, right, so, always room for that. Yeah, yeah. There will so, be Dungeons Saturdays. Check it. Except, for this, um, but well, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But just saying, D and D counts as some of your game time. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that's important. <laughs> I was like, no, we need to get the facts, Johnson. <laughs> I want to make it's important. I think it's it is know, gaming. I mean, no, you're not wrong. It's and three I three hours you yeah. could be spending leveling up your third altar, but no, yeah, He's no, saving you from an email that says, "Dear Mr. Johnson, I just want to point out that D and D is also gaming, which you also John, do. don't 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 be make our 
listeners sound awful. No, that's you know, what I say when I write those emails pretending oh, okay. to be other people. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. You're, yeah. you're he's on set, uh, empathizing. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. Um, yeah, so you asked me, uh, Heroes of the Storm, have I played any? And I got to be honest with you, I didn't play any this week. Now, that's shocking to me. I played since our last show. And I played a lot, but um, it's catch-up season for me. Mm. Like, catch-up, not like, catch-up. Okay. <laughs> Some people right, say We've been doing this show long enough for Bo to anticipate how I'm going to interpret his comment. <laughs> it's catch-up season for me, and what does that mean? That means like a million games have come and gone that I've been like, I want to buy that on launch day and I haven't played. And so I've been doing that for a few weeks. Yeah, and then the cyberpunk trailer dropped. Their gameplay demo dropped this week, and I watched it probably four times, five or six if you count let count the ten minute little parts of the video I've watched. Yeah, I think that is the most exciting piece of gameplay reveal I've seen since arguably the biggest highlights in the last five to ten years were the Skyrim trailer and the Overwatch trailer, mm. and this is like that level of like I'm losing my mind. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm reading the Cyberpunk 2020 role playing game rulebook. I'm trying to make synthwave <laughs> music, and that's what I've been doing. Yeah, and yeah, nothing wrong with any of that, by the way. It's one of my favorite genres in the whole world. Uh, I love it. I can't wait for that game. Uh, I I kind of hope. I mean, Blizzard. I suppose you could say dabbles in this a little bit with some of their skins, but I wouldn't mind them going all in on kind of a Blade Runner themed skin event. That would be really cool. Uh, but I love that stuff. I love it as much as this may surprise some. I love it as much as Wasteland, Mad Max kind of stuff, which is I've always said is my favorite subgenre. I think it's right up there with it. So everything they're talking about over there is very ex- exciting. So I understand your distraction. I get it. Uh, I've been there too. John, how was your week in Heroes of the Storm? I played it. Good. Uh, so I'm a I'm a cut above at the moment. I didn't play a lot of it. Uh, but I did get on the PTR to to kind of try out some things over there and, and do that and try out Mephisto. Mm. And so I did do a little bit of that. But yeah, mostly it's been WoW. It's been Dead Cells. It's been, oh my gosh, you know, Dead Cells. tis the season for getting into all all those other games. It's been d and I, I need to include that too. And you're not just doing the one with us. You got you got two separate D and D campaigns going on right now, right? Like just I do, a, yeah. yeah. Uh, occasionally on a Saturday night, I do. There will be dungeons for three hours. I usually have about maybe an hour, forty five minute break, and then I will do D and D for another three to four hours after that. Jeez, that's why you're good at that game, and I remember none of my rules. <laughs> uh no that's great well i mean it is that season right um speaking of dead cells just a quick note this is how okay here's how i'm justifying it okay i got in very early in that game on pc early access and how i got it was reached out to the dev- developer and said hey are you doing any kind of codes review codes i'd like to talk about it on shows i do oh i absolutely here you go here's a code so they gave me a code and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this game's really good. I need to figure out a way to give back one day and not just yeah. have this free code for a great video game. One of the right now, currently on my top number one best game of this year, by the way, that game. I love yeah, that I played game. played it all through last year, mm-hmm. and it's still one of my favorite games of this year. Yeah, it's crazy. So now that it's in full release, I technically I guess we can call it a twenty eighteen game, but um 
here's the funny bit. I got to thinking, I know how I can support the dev team that made this. I'm going to buy that game, but I already have it on Steam, so I can't just buy it again there. I'm going to yeah. buy it on the Switch, and I'm going to play it in bed. Now, mm-hmm. you might say, Scott, your account, don't. there's no account crossover. There's no way to sh- share saves, so any progress you're making in your many, many hours on PC are not going to transfer to uh, the Switch or vice versa, and you're absolutely correct. It actually kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> it's that good of a game. So uh, I'm playing that. Uh, I played. I started, you know, cracked it from scratch, of course, on that platform, and uh, stayed up way too late playing that last night uh, because I couldn't sleep very well. So, Dead Cells, hell of a thing. But you're thinking, hey, Scott, what does that have to do with with Heroes of the Storm? Well, very little, except to say, I think this is an interesting topic, and we may, we don't have to go into it too deep, uh, deep today. But the idea of a living, growing game, one that's not just a release, a couple of DLCs, and then you wait for a sequel. Uh, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, uh, League of Legends, Dota 2. These are those kinds of games. Living right. living video games that are being updated all the time and changed and tweaked. Uh, it begs the question, if you get... Okay, so if you go buy uh, God of War, you play it, you beat it, you might do a second run through because there's some cool game, uh, new game plus stuff going on, but that's kind of the experience. And you look back on it fondly and maybe way down the road, you'll pick it up again and say, oh, I forgot how much I love this. I'll play it one more time or whatever. In Heroes, we're expected to always be on the hook, always checking in, always see what's going on, always trying the new characters, always spend a little money here and there, uh, keeping your skills tight, not letting your MMR decay, all that stuff. And it's just a different world, man. And I think it's something people don't talk a lot about, like the, the mentality of it. So on the one hand, you got people that are like, well, if you're not in there constantly, then what kind of heroes player are you? And then I, others would say, well, no, that's the whole point is it's always sort of there for you. So if you need a break and go do something else, you can always come back to heroes because it's not going to go away. It's not going to age out. It's not going to, you know, uh, be gone and Heroes of the Storm 2 will be out or any of that. Like you can just kind of keep coming back to it. I don't know what the discussion around that might be or could be, but I think it's interesting. And for me, Heroes is one of those games, if, if not my number one game in that category that I just see and I can go, I can get in, I can go crazy, and then I can get out for a while. Like when Red Dead 2 comes out, I don't know what you guys are doing, but that's what I'm going to be doing a lot of. Yeah. And I'm going to be going it. through a lot of it. Spider-Man is next week. Oh, I'm right. not going to miss some Spider-Man. Right. I forgot that's next week. Oh, crap. Are there already reviews up for that thing? Do we know if it's good? It. All it needed was, hey, we're doing web slinging, right? And I was like, okay, I'll play it. <laughs> I guess the, the the remains to be seen how much of a, how much game it'll be. Like if it's like I play it for a week and you're done the campaign, yeah. or if it's like really right. That's the question. There. That's yeah. the big question. That I, don't, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting topic because Heroes for me has now entered that stage. There was a time when we were first getting into this where Heroes for me was all of a sudden like is intimidating mm-hmm. like i would get in and i would do ai games and i was like all right yeah i like playing these heroes but i don't like the stress of an online you know pvp experience i'll just stick with this and then you guys kind of help break me out of that habit by saying well no we're gonna go into quick match and you're just gonna if you want to play with us you're gonna play other people and i was like oh i'm uncomfortable but okay i'll do it and i did it and then that's what i got into and it was still stressful for a while. And now Heroes has kind of become that game 
for me that is the relaxing I can just go to it when I feel like game. Like it's almost like an unwind game for me. And it's so weird because we you know, it's a game that's very deep, it's a game that can be very difficult, and yet it's a game that I can still go to and say, you know what, I feel like tonight I want to get practice on Kel'Thuzad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just get in there, and whether it's match or AI or unranked, whatever, I'm going to just practice, and I'm going to just I'm just going to get the combos down, and I'm just going to enjoy myself. And it's fun, and it's relaxing, and it's enjoyable, and uh, I think that kind of goes into what you were saying, which was it's this game that's very easy to come back to. I don't think if it was still in that stressful area for me, I don't think I could do it. But right, I think it's, it's always there. I think that's a really good uh, way of putting it. It's not in the stress. It's not in the stressful place for me either anymore that it used to be in. Um, I know I can just get in, and have a good time, and get right back to it. Uh, so despite the fact that this is the first week and a half of stretch of time where I just have not gotten in. And for you, Bo, probably the first ever, maybe? I mean, you're always in, right? Yeah, like I end up playing a lot. Like when a big game comes out and everyone's playing it, I'm usually still in Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I I think um, I think I've always avoided large... So there are games that I classify lifestyle games. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you talked about. Like you only have so many lifestyle games that you practice often and excel at. And there's a ton of great stuff out there. Right. Like Overwatch is a great game. Right. And you've even said, Bo, you should play Overwatch. You're really good, good at it. You are good like, at it. It's a, it's a lifestyle game. Like I'll hop in when I feel like it. Just Heroes tends to trump it most of the time. I don't often have the taste just to do some Overwatch. But I like the game. But it's a lifestyle game. And like I actively avoid lifestyle games. Um, because you can go in and play it a little bit, but I know the way I play video games. I'm I, like every game I play, I'm like I want to be the best at it. I have to practice it, so I know I can't let myself get hooked on the flavor, on mm-hmm. the Kool Aid of a lifestyle game. Even Warcraft right now is like I've been I've logged in and enjoyed it, but I've been a little like mm, too many nights at three a.m. and and No Man's Sky is also which I've been playing, which mm-hmm. I haven't played recently. A lifestyle game the way that it goes the way that it plays i'm like i really like this game but i don't think i have i don't have time to play it mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle game mm-hmm. so i've been in a real weird spot right now because i've been having a craving for other game experiences but like every game is irritatingly designed to try and make you play a ton <laughs> and engage with it and i kind of hate it yeah. <laughs> you know it's like problems of adult life we got what we wanted when we were kids, like so many games and so many choices and just no time to, to fully experience every game that's out there. Do you feel the, do you feel a sense of choice paralysis? Like, you know, they always, the fact is there's a million games that could, they, that could satisfy whatever it is you're looking for right now, heroes included, but because there are so many of them and so many of them that you think that you would want to play that you just can't decide. And then you don't play anything or you, crack open destiny because that's weird like, like... well okay <laughs> so we talked about this before the show but not on the show i so world of warcraft comes out and everyone's excited and i'm like i'm gonna play this <laughs> and i bought like warcraft and it's great i don't have a bad thing to say about it i just i think i had a hankering for some aim down sites shooter gameplay that wasn't that was pve like borderlands style and i knew destiny i've known for the past year destiny's offered that and it is different enough from warframe another lifestyle game that i enjoy immensely 
that I avoid because I, I, if I get hooked, so when I got back into Warframe a few months ago, I played every day all hours I could for like two or three weeks, and I was like, I got to stop this. Like I can't, I can't maintain this. Mm-hmm. I have Dungeons and Dragons to prep. You know, I, I want to work heroes into my uh, rotation of gaming. But it's hard. There's a lot of great new experiences out there. And I think there's always that tough, that tough period where you're like, like I'm just sort of embracing it now that I'm I'm, I'm doing a wanderlust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you that's know, all right. I'm, I'm wandering around, wandering around and wandering just indulging around. my whimsy. Uh, but, you know, I, I really like Heroes and I built up a lot of skill in it. It's, I, I, you know, it's not a quitting thing. I think it's just we're all going through that right now, especially with World of Warcraft launching. That's a must play yeah. as a Blizzard gamer, right? Well, it's also one of those is one of these long questions we've always had on the instance, and I think this discussion is appropriate to that. But this idea of how many things can Blizzard make that will compete with themselves, um, mm-hmm. and and the idea that when they were when Overwatch was originally Titan and was an MMO, and they you know it wasn't going to be a shooter, but they were going to have a great MMO follow up to what Warcraft was. You know, in all, in all seriousness, those games would have competed for players, even though they were vastly different. The idea is that you can't play two big, complex, uh, massively multiplayer online games and expect to be great at both, or to you know, you become kind of average at both, or you or you can't get the full you enjoyment fall or whatever. In rep even like right, you know? even just simple stuff like that, like everyday mechanics in those games. Now, some may say, well, if that would have happened, I would have just moved over to the new one. I get that, but that's that's my point. They're robbing Peter to pay Paul a little bit at Blizzard. And uh, whatever it is they're working on with all these secret teams right now, whatever mobile plans they have, these are all going to be things that will vie for our time. And it makes me wonder at what point does Blizzard, does Blizzard ever have a moment where they're like, we have to slow down? <laughs> like, we can't have this many games because we're not only creating a bunch of stuff to compete within our, I guess it's, I guess it's good if people are playing blizzard games and not going elsewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're like, Oh, I played wow for years, but now all I care about is hearthstone. Well, great. Blizzard still has you. Uh, and you'll probably go back and try wow again. Uh, but it's, it's interesting that they are, I think they're in a unique position in that regard um, because they just build all of these uniquely addicting things that all want you to spend time in them. And no human being should be playing all of them all the time. How could you? But we try. We try, but how could you, you know? But I think that's the other hard part about it is, you know, if Overwatch had come out and Overwatch had killed heroes in coming out. Now, I know they kind of came out roughly around the same time, not that far apart, basically, but as far as official release, but. Uh, if if Overwatch had come out as something of a sequel, like, okay, we did competitive multiplayer with Heroes, now we're doing competitive multiplayer with Overwatch, you know, that would probably be a bummer to a lot of people because in that personal lineup, I vastly prefer Heroes to Overwatch. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Overwatch is a great game, but I think Heroes is a really great game. <laughs> you know, there's a distinction there. And... If 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 they totally cannibalized one of those markets, I'd be out of a market with no place to go, and now I would be looking to other companies. So it is something to consider. You know, if they come out with another game that's a 
massively multiplayer online role-playing game in the same vein of World of Warcraft, and it kills World of Warcraft, maybe that doesn't feel as bad because there's a natural flow of, well, now we're in the new thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, well, you'll never probably get 100%, but maybe you can kind of ease that. Whereas if you're jumping genres or you're saying, it's all right, we're going to come up with a, a new RTS and, you know, it's going to unfortunately kill something else and other projects, that could be really rough for people transitioning from one to the other. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, anyway, I thought it'd be fun to talk about that. But I actually oh, wrote I it. Th- oh, go ahead, Bo. Am I roboty? Yeah, everyone kind of is. Am oh, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not now. Now you sound, now y'all sound fine. Uh, maybe that it's the Blizzard website. I think slowed everything down. But I just wanted to say, um, because Pugs in the chat room said, "Okay, everything is a lifestyle game," and I just wanted to frame that. Like, I no, they're definitely like I, Dead Cells is not a lifestyle game. I log in to play Slay, Slay the Spire periodically. It's yeah, fun. It's not yeah. a lifestyle thing. Sure. It's any game like that's like your parents want to visit, and you're like, "Sorry, can't." I've got hero the hero leagues when I schedule on them Saturdays or Dungeons and Dragons or whatever or Magic the Gathering tournament can't do family event because tournaments are a priority for me. That's a lifestyle game, and mm. people do that with World of Warcraft and MMOs. Oh, I have yeah. raid totally. There. I'm yeah. busy. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone dying? No. Raid. <laughs> well, no. That's, look at it this way: like Heroes of the Storm is a lifestyle game in in a sense for me because um, even though I. I was for other reasons had to bump the show to Thursday tonight. Thursday night's normally the night where the entire family's here for dinner. Kim makes some big dinner. Uh, we all hang out, blah, blah, blah. There's a new puppy because my son adopted a dog, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's going on. And I'm, where am I? I'm down here making a show because I take this as a priority in my life. Like this is enough of a lifestyle choice for me, Heroes of the Storm, that we made a podcast around it, that we'd mm-hmm. like it that much. I agree with you. I don't think it's the same as saying I'm going to play quick game. Of hard- uh, you know what it is? It's like, I'm going to play uh solitaire or I'm going to play um, ranked poker games. Like that's the yeah. one's a lifestyle choice. The other isn't the other is just a way to kill time. Cause you're bored. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and the podcast thing is a unique experience. You know, if you're a content creator that you have, whether you stream or do podcasts and stuff like that, but exactly, it's exactly that. I feel a little uncomfortable. It's the first show that I've done since we started going on three years, more than three years, mm-hmm. whatever. It's where been. I haven't played a whole week, played it all, logged in. I haven't played since we recorded the last episode, and I feel like I do a disservice to you guys when I don't do that. But I'm just I'm doing other stuff, no. <laughs> you know, and. And I will be playing Heroes again, but it's it underscores the whole idea of lifestyle. Like sometimes when people are complaining, League sucks, Heroes is good, or Heroes is good, or Heroes sucks, League's good, or whatever. It's just because their lifestyle revolves around a particular game and they don't have time for it. And people are don't think about the things they say and they're just dismissive rather than just say, oh, I don't have time to play it. So real quick here. Which is why our... I say Overwatch is a great game, but I don't have time to play it. There you go. Because it's bad. There you go. Uh, we had a so our first show was nine nineteen twenty fifteen, um. So that was we just missed our anniversary. So what is that? Three years and some days now. Then wait a minute, you said nine nineteen twenty fifteen. Yeah. So uh, that's not just missing. That's we're coming up on. Oh, oh, duh. It's not, uh, I was thinking of August. Sorry, I'm thinking. Okay. I was thinking eight. Right. Our third anniversary of sitting down weekly and talking about this game happens. In two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. We should celebrate two somehow. Weeks. What should we do? Should we do something fun? Yeah, I should figure something out. Talk about heroes, mm-hmm. play some games. Yeah, what if we, what if we, hey, 
what if we talked about Heroes of the Storm and maybe played Heroes of the Storm? <laughs> what? Whoa, hold on. This has gone too far. Well, I would say one more element of all of this, yeah. because, I mean, this sometimes if you don't play a lot, this is what you got to talk about, although we do have plenty to talk about as we move forward. Another element of this is all of our friends have been very busy, both in real life and uh, in other games as well, and we haven't had our team league in, I think, two weeks so far, and it will be three weeks, because we won't be able to do it next week either. Right. So we're going on almost a month of not being able to get our heroes team together. And I know for me, I, I think both of you have said it as well. Like that's the way to play the game. That's when the game's the most fun. And so when that door is shut, it's sometimes hard to say, well, yeah, but I'm going to still go in. Yeah. You know, especially when you have other things vying for your attention. Right. Right. I agree. Well, it's a fun discussion. I feel like uh, we should have some good feedback on this because I, I'm sure that others can commiserate uh and i wanted to have some of that even though in the topic thing and the notes i wrote wow makes me want nothing but a bunch of trolls and heroes i didn't talk about that at all I, my brain took me I mean, somewhere else so that's always true i would definitely take tons more trolls yeah. basically if it's anything other than a human i'm good but trolls trolls are really good trolls. trolls are great dude why are they so great i don't you know this expansion has really hammered that home for me it would, sold me on them. Yeah. If you had told me pre this expansion more trolls, I would have been like, "Who cares?" <laughs> but you would see. We all said that about pandas, and then we love Pandaria. It's the same thing. They're I really was always on board with pandas. Well, I get to put on my hipster hat for Pandaria. I was into the idea of Pandaria. I totally get that, but and I was into it too. But I, I will admit to thinking, how do you flesh that out and make that more interesting than surface level? Hey, we're kind of panda people. Like, I wasn't sure just it, how far they'd take it. And they were really good with where they took it. Like, it was super, super cool where Pandaria went and how deep that lore got and those characters. Like, I actually care about Chen and, and Lili as a result of that expansion. If I hadn't had that, I don't think I would have given two poops about Chen Stormstout. So and they doubled yeah. down. Sorry, I know we keep going on, and I think, Scott, you want to move on, but they doubled down this expansion with the Tertolans. Like, yeah, panda's easy. Let's make turtles interesting. When I first looked at them, I was like, what? And then I heard them talk, and then I helped one um, child turtle help his dad learn to ride a horse. What? On the really? side. I haven't done that quest well, I see people it's memeing fantastic. about walking a turtle to the water. I haven't done oh, that. Oh, you haven't done that the, one yet? The yeah, there's the that daily side. that was pretty good yeah it's a daily side there's there's an old turtle who really loves horses Uh but he doesn't he doesn't he's scared and so he you know when you're you're making up excuses to try something hard so you you inspect like three or four horses he's like no that one's too he's too jittery he's not for me you know that one's too bad it's like taking forever and the little turtle's like i just want my dad to ride a horse before you know it's a big dream and then finally he gets on a horse and and then the horse goes like one mile an hour, and the turtle's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the greatest thing. It was worth this $80 just to play that one quest. So. That's great. Wait, the next 80. expansion, you heard it here first, yeah. Mist of Tortellini. Tor- uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to make a turtle expansion. That they can do it. delicious. Don't breathe in the Mist of Tortellini. I can tell you, that's a bad idea. Uh, my favorite thing they say is when you click him and he'll go, thank you, or good evening, sir, or madam. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I finally got an additional level of that joke 
I was doing a stream yesterday because we didn't do a show. So I thought I'd stream a little wow, just me doing my wow chores. And I went up to him and I was like, check out this guy. And I clicked him and it was a lady turtle. And I was like, or her or <laughs> madam. And I realized, oh, my gosh, this is I'm living the opposite of the joke. This is what the joke is. Yep. I get it now. Somebody, so somebody has made a turtle made it to the water music video. Already. Oh hear By the way, that, which Tortolan is going to be in Heroes of the Storm? This is a great question. A turtle made it to the water. Oh. A turtle made it to the water. The cycle of life can be cruel. This is so good. I haven't played this quest yet. I you need it to. It's so good. Oh my is gosh. it a horror only thing or no? I have I did it oh, over in uh, Drustvar once or somewhere. It's a daily, so you have to unlock dailies. Or oh, I haven't quest. done that. I'm at 120, but then the quest was increase your reputation with all factions. I was like, ugh, log out. Oh. <laughs> I hate I hate reputation with a passion. I don't like rep it's, either. Rep grind sucks. It's right under achievements. Achievements is my most hated video game thing. Reputation is like number two. Oh, you don't like achievements? Sometimes I do. I like to hunt them down and do weird ones. I've I've tirated on achievements. I think I think it's into the canon now. But mm. I'm I think I think achievements are a blight on gaming. <laughs> wow. This is this is a deep thing that we we a whole new show needs to be made around this topic. It's like it was like it's a cancerous practice that has become accepted and it's 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 terrible. It should be we should be it's like you know when the society thinks something's good and then it incorporates it and then realizes they have to walk it back. Gaming yeah. and gamers have to walk this very crappy low <laughs> low like low effort. Yeah uh stupidity uh out of do, gaming completely do you feel it can be done well and it just or do you feel like no it's a hundred percent bad all the time yep there's there's one place where i i appreciated it was done okay is that's the game banished have you ever heard of the game banished yeah i remember yes. banished yeah. game yeah yeah so banished is just a uh what would you call it like it's like a sim city type simulator but hard. where but very hard difficult it's like not refugee life but What's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, survival, uh, pioneer life, oh, like right. pioneer life, like right. wilderness survival. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, very low tech, and it, it, you know everyone dies of of yellow fever or diphtheria. Oh, diphtheria. Yeah, that's in that game. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's a it's a TWBD reference. Listen to last week's episode uh, featuring Bubbles the Cat Wizard. Yeah. Um, so the the you know, it's just a hardcore game, and the achievements in that game are like try to survive on hard mode on a small rocky map and get fifty citizens. Hard, like, and I'm like, okay, because it's kind of content. It's like it's an objective. It's not really an achievement because there's no objectives in the game by default, and it's an indie game, so you know you only expect so much. Anyways, I liked that. Apart from that, they can all please go away. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. I think achievements are, are faux, faux content. But don't you think you can just like, avoid them, like not do them? You know what I mean? Like, like every time I open it up in World of Warcraft, I, it makes me feel bad. It's a negative feeling. Look at all this stuff I haven't done. Look at all this stuff I have to do. Yeah. And it feels like my mom, when I come home, she, she'd give me chores and she'd write it on a paper and you have to do this, this, and this, and then you can go out and play. And maybe that's a personal thing. And she was trying to teach me responsibility. But that's what it looks like. It looks like, oh, here's all the things you have to do. And I'm like, I came to play, not to work. 
is what's this, with this list is this like, like the modern equivalent of the class the glass is half empty or half full like Bo looks at all the things he hasn't achieved whereas other people might look at it and go look at all i've achieved in this game <laughs> yeah but the other part of achievements is that there's mickey mouse achievements and that there's real achievements yeah and and real achievements are like Oh, and here's like here's here's the set. I think on instance you talked about it. Um, somebody who spent a billion hours getting all of the achievements in World of Warcraft. Yeah, I remember that. And his big reward is like 15 minutes of fame on Kotaku. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. a sad person. Yeah. And we're encur- our game is encouraging people to be sad people. Like, <laughs> like it's disgusting. It's it's gross. And I think it shouldn't be in gaming. I think it's a blight. I think your game should be a good game. And, and achievements do nothing to enhance the experience they do everything to make it worse for everyone well i got great news for you breaking news blizzard announces for the first time ever heroes of the storm getting achievements just kidding it's not chivos no, that's why that's that's a big selling point for heroes for me i think early in the show i talked about don't put achievements in this game i like it the way it is yeah and and i'm grateful that they haven't done that actually very grateful um it's it's a big win i think uh it's a big big like just the, here's why the people behind making this game are good they mm-hmm. haven't done this <laughs> i wonder i wonder if they want to do it but just don't have the resources to do it that's why we don't have it but, they want to do it well, but they heard this and now they're scared but i'm giving them credit well it's a this has been fascinating uh feel like <laughs> no it really has i love sure this sounds like it <laughs> i love this topic i do i love the, i love the the this the kind of this part of gaming i love discussing it because i think yeah. it's fascinating and later we're going to talk about loot boxes again but in a very different context and i think that's fascinating like if, if anything uh one of the benefits of things slowing down a little bit in the way uh heroes is in the shadow of wow is it gives us the chance to think of this stuff so 100 percent into these kind of conversations we may get emails going stick to the thing i want to know how come kt's broken or you know whatever we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that don't you worry but once in a while it's nice to have a little philosophical thought experiment about things in gaming yeah. and uh bo's made me think about achievements in a slightly different way like i i already hated that flying is unlocked behind a ton of achievements and now go. i never want to do it again <laughs> Like I, I hate. I don't it. have. I don't have Legion flying. Me neither. I don't have no, the other that's one either. Why you guys hate it? You don't have it. Well, I mean, but you went and ground all that out. Now, some would say, well, you just played the game consistently toward endgame, and and it was all done by the time you were done. But, yes, I would say that. <laughs> but some of us who dipped in and dipped out, I don't know. I, that's why this is a good conversation. See. Because it's a chore for those who aren't already doing it. Right. Like, it's I'm going to just say this. keeping me in the game right. to do a thing that's not worth it. That right. was me 100% playing devil's advocate. I did. I have gotten the flying achievements consistently somehow. I don't. I still to this day don't know how I wound up with the Draenor one because that was an expansion I barely played. But right. I did. And I agree. It feels bad. It should be a different way. Yeah, it feels bad. It does. So but I was going to play a little devil's advocate. Do anyways, that's why I that's what that's what got me on the off ramp to this expansion for now mm-hmm. was hitting 120 and seeing earn faction rep. Mm-hmm. I was like, I logged out immediately. Yeah, I was worried about I that. Was like, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually, I mean, I really like where the expansion has gone, but it does rely on stuff it's been relying on for years, and that's part of it. And mm-hmm. um, it's not it's not my favorite thing either. And they've yeah. been doing it since the beginning, so I don't know if that ever changes. Like, it's 
probably never it's, done. I'm not levying a big criticism of Warcraft. You, I think you go in playing that game knowing that these will be the things. It was more just I wasn't in the mood. So yeah. That's, you know, but, right, right, right. Yeah, and it just led us into this topic. But Here. it's a good topic, and it relates to heroes. They don't have achievements. Yeah, that's right. Best, develop, best developers on the planet. Man. <laughs> well done, Triple, heroes Triple team. Game, no achievements. Yeah. How many games can you say have that? Plus less work for them. We've had achievements in WoW since uh, Lich King, I believe, was the one. And, uh, yeah, they don't exist in heroes, which is probably good. Uh, here's what else is good. There's a new hero on the PTR, playable. And uh, even got an early Carbot video, which I haven't watched yet, but I've heard funny things about it. Uh, Mephisto, now available. One of the prime evils, the prime evil of hate. John Jagger has spent some time, some intimate time with Mephisto. What did you think? He is weird. This is going to be a character that I think a lot of people are going to probably bounce off of very early if they're not going to invest the time in him. Mm. Uh, there are some very strange things about his kit. So his Q, for example where he fires the skull in a straight line. When you watch a video and you hear uh, Kevin Johnson say his Q fires a skull in a straight line, you're like, all right, that sounds rad. Cool skulls. Uh, that sounds great. In practice, there is almost a one second windup to the throwing of that skull. Whoa. That's a really long time. And it feels incredibly weird to press Q, see the line, and then sit there for almost a second waiting for the projectile to fire. Longer than uh, like a Chromie ability, do you feel like? or It feels like that, but the weird part is Chromie locks in place when she shoots. He can still move. Mm. So you press Q, and you're standing in a different spot, and next thing you know, the skull fires from where you were standing. Weird. weird. <laughs> See? This it's like... Is it's very strange. It's, who is that like? It's like an, it must Overwatch characters. One of them must do this, right? Oh, I don't know who. No, I'm thinking like Chogal, maybe the 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 purple black pellets. Oh, <laughs> his, his favorite, my favorite move, purple black pellets. Yeah, is a pellet pellet magic. Right, um, his ultimate. I can't remember what it's the, called. The, the the twilight destruction. Dis, whatever like it is, I hate that thing. I don't like how slow it whips around. Me crazy. But yeah, like so. I mean, Chogal move around, and you're trying to aim this thing, and your body's going all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is that, so John, I mean, one hero. Is it just a so? Is it a skill shot at the end of the day? You just gotta hit it, right? It's a skill shot, and it's a skill shot where you have to kind of anticipate where it goes, and keep in mind you ideally to get the most out of his kit, want to hit multiple heroes with it. Mm. So it's a case of a weird staggered skill shot with extra emphasis on try to hit as many people as you can. So it feels a little weird. Uh, his W, which is the lightning ring around him, there is no... It, it, it goes off like a quick cast. You don't press W and see a nice little ring of where it's going to be. You press W and it starts. Mm. And it's just going. So it's not something you can really line up. Um, it's apparently, and I, I will credit Kyle with this. He, you know, does a lot of that research initially on a hero, and I saw him uh, messing around with this. It is apparently exactly what his auto attack range is. So if you are within auto attack range at at the max distance, your W will land on them. So that's kind of a way that you can mentally try and keep track of where it's going to be. But that's another thing that's very weird because it's not everything inside it it's everything that that narrow ring around him is touching so you can be too close to be hit and you can be too far away to be hit 
Interesting. So that's another little trick with him. Uh, and then the last is his E, his ability to teleport. A lot of people are looking at that as an engage or as not, you can't really use it as an escape because if you try to use it as an escape, you teleport right back to where you were after a certain amount of time. But I have found uh, with a little bit of time I've spent on him, the most success I get out of that is using it as a dodge. Mm. Pretend he has zero escape whatsoever or, or zero ability to do a quick engage and get out. Use it as a, I'm going to go in, I'm going to start DPSing just like I was Vala or Rainer or any other character, and then when they start to throw crap at me, I'm going to use that as a quick little dodge, continue to do damage, and then get teleported back and continue to do damage and just become a more difficult target to hit. Mm. And that's where I started to have success with him. But he's tricky. He's, he's going to be one you want to practice. I think he's fun. I don't want to say that and scare everybody away. But I I do think he's going to be a character that if you're going to get into him, you need to know you're probably going to want to spend a little bit of time with him. His talent tree is actually really cool, but I do think there's a lot of potential for picking just bizarre talents that that don't ultimately yield the result that you would want or expect. Right. But fun, though. You say fun. I like him. I think he's got good flavor. He's just running around with his arms going wild. He looks... He looks like he's horrified if you're running away from something because he's just running with his arms up in the air and it just it looks amazing. So, ah, that's great. He's a really he's a really kind of funny character in that in that regard. Um, I think he's going to be fun, but definitely going to be a something you need to get used to. Yeah, one upful in the chat room asked an interesting question. Feels is it feel like battle right skill shot? Yeah, I was wondering about that too, because Battle Right has a lot of wind up to their stuff. I wouldn't say anything feels like a second though. Um and also there's it's more of a shooter, so you can kind of move. It's not click based skill shots as much in Battle Right, so I don't know if it's the right comparison. I mean it it's is in some question. cases, but but it's been so long since I played Battle Right, I can't remember what they felt like in Battle Right. Well, since we're talking about Battle Right, Mouse Divided wanted to know if I still had this old sounder. Stick to the subject, god damn it. There you go. So there's that guy. <laughs> Needed that like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe since the start of the show. Yeah, it's a good one though. Yeah. Um, but but interesting. I, I mean, I need to play him, obviously, and uh, see what's up. I'm starting to feel like uh, I'm I'm behind the times on him, weirdly. It's weird. I know he's not even out yet, but I feel like I... I feel like he's a little bit, he's got this mysteriousness about him, and John seems to confirm some of this, that he's just a little bit weird uh, in the way that he plays, that I'm worried, I'm worried about my attachment to him, whether I'll jump right to it or not. Yeah. Um, that's a me thing, though. I do that with, like, a lot of heroes. I had this problem with uh, Malthel. I had this problem with KT, the new KT, Kel'Thuzad. I just, they didn't stick to me, and I don't know why. And I'm starting to feel that way about him. And maybe it's just because he's freaking weird. And it's just kind of throwing me a little bit. I don't know. I have to get my head around it. I mean, I'll tell you the weirdest part is the build I like best for him is kind of an auto attack build. Oh. And just saying that about this weird caster is kind of already crazy in and of itself. But you can do a uh, you can do an auto attack reduces his cooldowns, which I've been taking because... I'm not used to the trick shots yet and the weird delays and the finicky nature of it. So hitting multiple heroes is hard. So I've been going with 
these abilities where you can increase that cooldown off of other things like auto attacks, including some that make your auto attacks splash, and you can still get the benefit of having shorter cooldowns even without hitting multiple people with your main skill shots. So gotcha. There's some weird stuff in his kit. It's worth looking into. Um, I will be very curious Bo's take because I can see him being the kind of hero that Bo latches onto with that like kind of more bizarre like initial hurdle to overcome. I know Bo sometimes gets into those challenges, mm. and so I, I'll be curious to hear what you think. Yeah, Bo, you put his avatar everywhere and talk like him and all that stuff. I love when you do that. <laughs> maybe i really do i like it when bo goes all in on a character it makes me excited for that character because I'm, I'm going, I'm going through, it's a sickness honestly and i'm going through it <laughs> in a bad way i've been thinking about nothing but cyberpunk for the past i was gonna say i'm surprised he has happening like, it's just not on a got in the hero. call he wasn't like it's important to know that this podcast is a work in progress <laughs> and may not reflect the final quality of the i was podcast. gonna actually come in i have a character i'm working on <laughs> And I was going to come in as the character, and I decided not to. Oh, man. I feel like we missed something. But I guarantee, so, here's what we know for sure. Here's what I know for absolute sure. Future episodes of There Will Be Dungeons will likely have some element of what Bo's going through. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, there's a there's a headset there, and you can jack into the Matrix. And yeah. You're like, this isn't Dungeons & Dragons. I guarantee. And it. it'll be fine. Just go with it. Yeah. Just it is it. until he says, I'm sending you some reading material about your new abilities and it's just a whole new <laughs> handbook and you're just like oh my gosh this has turned into like homework well, what you, has happened you guys should see our slack uh conversation that we have kyle and Kristen. it's loaded with the last couple of days it's just all that it's just all cyberpunk stuff like tons of it and so it's going to be inevitable that you'll have some influence enter uh you know the world you've built for our D D stuff i know it I'm just sure of it, and I'm totally yeah, fine. I'm trying, with to, it. I'm, try, I'm trying to keep them separate because I'll be honest. I want to run a cyberpunk game. Mm -hmm. I just I haven't been reading. I'm still reading the materials and getting into it. But you know, there's, there's no rule that says we can't do a one shot in a different game every now right. and then. Right, something, something like, like that. that. I don't know yet. I'm still reading, but I definitely, I definitely want to run one. That's it's as far as that's all I know, and I'm that's it. Well, look, I'd be, one. I'd be all down with the idea of. Again, I should probably here. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna play Stick with... to the subject, damn it! I'm gonna do that guy again. Stick to the subject, god damn it! All right, I'm. <laughs> uh, I I I mean, every story has an end. Eventually, our current adventure probably has some sort of big end to it, and when it does, maybe our next thing is is a cyberpunk thing, or maybe by then we'll be sick of it because that game will be out by then. Well, we got to talk about it because cyberpunk is a gritty hardcore world and we've had a few you know edgy things on our tame DD show if we do a cyberpunk game it's like it's 10 on 10 not safe for work explicit tag that's what we have to discuss it yeah it's the, it's the future yeah. man the future is all kinds of dirty it's gritty the way it works and gritty yeah Jack i like in. that the narrator on that video is also like cyberpunk is a gritty futuristic realm as if nobody knows yeah <laughs> it's like the reason you're seeing nudity is because cyberpunk is gritty <laughs> yeah that game uh, they were uh they were all about me making sure i had a nipple in my face the entire trailer so yeah oh that. yeah yeah <laughs> yes. it's like here's a nipple it's it's just mere virtual two inches from your face enjoy enjoy 
Enjoy. If I was a feeding baby, it'd be like Thanksgiving. All right. What are we doing now? Um, <laughs> Stick to the goddamn yeah. subject. Moving on, uh, Hanamura. Did you see that, John, by chance in your play? Did I pop? did. I oh. saw new Hanamura. Okay. Uh, it's good. <laughs> oh, but the, what? Okay. It's okay. Let me roll that back. All right. Seems good. It seems like exactly what we talked about, though. It is a it, it is a very safe feeling map. Mm-hmm. It has a it has a mechanic that is all right. Uh, it is no longer problematic. I think it makes it a less interesting map. I think it is going to quickly become just another map in the rotation. But there are some cool things. The site camp fighting over the site camp is interesting and kind of fun. But it's also kind of it's just kind of a map. Yeah. Like it didn't bother me, it didn't upset me. I had a good time. The game seemed fair, the game seemed balanced. But that's about all I can say about it. Are you just sad you know that I mean? the, that they had to pull? I mean, we've had our obviously we had all sorts of stuff to say about problems with the previous iteration. Do you feel like something was lost here? Like they nervously pulled pulled back and said, "No, we better keep this in line with other stuff. We don't want it to be too weird." Like, you it's know, like, Towers of Doom worked for us and we got lucky there, but this is too weird. So. Okay, it's like this. This is the best analogy I have. All right. You know when you watch a really batshit crazy Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, yeah. And you know it's bad, but you can appreciate how over the top it was? Yeah. Uh, That's uh, original Hanamura. Let- <laughs> this is watching a safe Nicolas Cage movie. It doesn't stand out as much. You know it's not bad. But you're not gonna really remember it quite as well as as some of his other works. So you're not you're you're not saying it's adaptation, like you're not going into the good category. Good no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, wait, was he an adaptation? What am I thinking of? Was he? Yeah, he plays twins. No, that's the not Spike him. Jones movie. That's not him. Oh no, it is him. Yeah, that is Nicholas. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, he has plenty He's of like, good movies. Nicholas Cage, good movie. What? <laughs> No, there is. I mean, there was. It used to be that's all he did was good movies. Like there was a stretch there where he was great. Now I think he's just paying off old debt or you know gambling stuff or something. I don't know what he does now, but all of it's really terrible. But that one where he uh, the bees, not the bees. No, no bees. Wicker Man. Yeah, Wicker Man, um, is is pretty bad. Um, I have a I have a uh, a link here. Hold on. How about this? Face off is good, right? And face off is great. I love face off. Don't you? Mm, I, haven't that. Seen it, I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> I can't um, remember. Face off is a good it. example of what it used to be. Like it's a bad movie, but it's also kind of great at the same time. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It's. I love face off. I love I the rock. The rock yeah. is one of the greatest action movies ever. Yeah, uh, I could watch the rock right now. Like that's how much I love yeah. that. Um, let's see. Why can't I find it? I kind of like Wicker Man too. No, it's no, bad, but I kind of like it. No, you don't like it, dude. This. But you I th- kind of do. No, you think you do. <laughs> Wait, you're like, I haven't seen Wicker Man, but if you like Wicker Man and don't like New Hanamura, <laughs> like we have to call your. your I like it. It's good. <laughs> it's good, but that's the only thing I can say about it is yeah, it's good. 
Okay. It's good. Okay. And okay. plus, uh, did you? Yeah. Have, was it an AI game? Did you play with real people? Like, what was the deal? There? No, it was AI. I didn't have the patience for real people. Okay, so, <laughs> so that. So who knows? The contest yeah. might be better with people, and you might appreciate it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that it's better with people. I'm sure of that. But whether it's whether it's so great that we all go, ah, oh, finally, Hanamura gets its due. Please don't rate uh, the new Hanamura map a wicker man so early. Give it a few more tries. <laughs> I'm not calling it a wicker man. I don't think it's wicker man. I'm saying okay. it's not wicker man. Okay. okay. How about this? I'm saying old Hanamura would have been wicker Then you're man. saying it's not good. I'm confused, John. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just I admit right. it's, it's I confusing. It. Here's what we'll do. In a week, when we've all played it, we yeah. can all tell you which Nicolas Cage movie we think new. Can that just be our metric for ranking maps? Yeah, that's fine. We'll Nicholas Cage. Nicolas yeah, Cage how cagey are? We'll call him. It gets the cagey rating. How cagey okay. is this map? And then uh, it'll be uh, from a, uh, a level of I don't know. Uh, Peggy Sue got married all the way up to this. Pissed blood. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what one's that from? That's actually from a really good movie called um, Matchstick Men, which was him and. Um, name i love him though and i can't sam remember his rockwell name. yeah sam rockwell oh, and sam uh it's great. a it's a ridley scott movie um it's very different than typical ridley scott stuff like it's not you know gladiator alien or whatever it's uh it's about these couple of con men basically and it's fantastic i love that movie that movie's great and he plays this guy who is completely has a, like a, he's got serious like add and um What's the other thing where you got to step over the cracks and count the stuff and obsessive OCD? Yes, that OCD. He's got that, and he's in it. At one point, he's in the he's in the pharmacy at a Walmart, and he can't get his stuff fast enough, and says something about pissing blood. Pissed blood. <laughs> uh, chat room wants to know which map is raising Arizona, and it's Towers of Doom. Yeah. All right, I'm in on all of this. Is good. I like this KG rating. It's good. Um, I have one thing to yeah. say before we move on. Please. Uh, Hanamura Temple. And it might open a big can of worms. And I'm sorry, I'll try and go quick. And if anyone who's sick of listening to me talk about Cyberpunk wants to unsubscribe, go ahead and do that now. <laughs> um, I just, I sort of realized this week that Overwatch is a Cyberpunk fictional world. Oh, hold on now. Let's think about that for a second. It is. It's very pretty and very nice. Yeah. And uplifting mm. and kind of cartoony. It's definitely near future dystopian recovering from a, you know, big, uh, not extinction level event, but, you know, a big omnic crisis. You're right. Cybernetic um, implants, cyber, all that stuff. Cybernetic implants, transhumanism. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like a, it plays like a superhero, like an X-Men kind of deal, the way they present all the heroes. But I'm like, no, this is a cyberpunk. This is in the cyberpunk genre, literally. See, Bo, it doesn't so, have to be dirty to be cyberpunk. Yeah. No, it does. That's the, that's the one thing that's missing from it. <laughs> oh, no. If you go do some searching around the internet, you'll find, find fl uh, plenty of dirty, gritty stuff in Overwatch. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Do, yeah. People, do people do that with Overwatch? Do you not remember Ganymede's penis? What the hell? <laughs> I know. I've, I, I have seen. It's, it's impossible right. to not see. Yeah, it's so impossible it's like to not see it. It's uh, bio-eugenics right there. <laughs> I googled bio-eugenics and I saw Overwatch porn. So. Yeah, that's what they do. They're into it. Robots and humans doing it. It's not good. Anyway. Uh, cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Catch it. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Taronda, where you work. Did you play with her a little bit or no? No. No. Okay. <laughs> did, not, did not touch Taronda's rework. Okay. 
Yeah, don't that touch. Don't touch yeah, Return you, on the you Rework. You shouldn't touch anyone's rework unless you're invited to. <laughs> unless it's cyberpunk, then it's edgy and then okay. It's, then it's okay. That's cyberpunk. I'm doing Nash's voice for some reason. All right. In cyberpunk, you can touch the rework. <laughs> We've read cyberpunk in the solar mines. <laughs> I heard of baseball, but anyways. Uh, makes me want to watch, what is it, Neuromancer's real good. I need to get some book recommendations. What's not, Snow Crash is great. Uh, I need to, I'm in the mood for this now. Thanks I mean, to, Neuromancer is like the the Bible of cyber, like the, you know, the progenitor, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. .0. Sure. Or, you know, that's the one to read if you haven't read it. Yeah, it's like the, um, it's like the original Mad Max for, uh, you know, First of its kind. Yeah, first of its kind, for sure. And still, every bit is good. Yeah, Gibson's awesome. great, man. But yeah. I, I heard Snow Crash is good, and I never read it. I want to read that. That's what's his name. That's uh, other other guy. You know what else is good? Um, I don't remember the name. I've seen Snow Crash. Um, there's a series of books called Software, Hardware, and Wetware by Rudy Rucker. Ooh. It's also considered a classic. That sounds cool. And they're very good. How yeah. old? How old is it? old i think it i think it might even predate neuromancer because neuromancer was what, not, like 80... it's right it's right after um yeah. but it's also like one of the prototypical cyberpunk works i feel like i would um, enjoy something that was derivative of those but but with smarter more modern takes I mean, on the text yeah that's the problem is i'm not familiar with like modern authors and books i read most of my cyberpunk in my teenage years and so the big ones were were those ones as well as anything by um bruce sterling disney cyberpunk is what overwatch is overwatch is disney cyberpunk mm-hmm. yeah boom yeah. until uh, the so software was written in 1982 okay so that's old enough that's pretty Older old than me yeah but it's it's a small book it's only 167 pages yeah so it's readable and it's cyberpunk yeah good punks being cyber cyber <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's the thing. What else? Blizzard response uh, confirms Toronto will p- be put into the quick match matchmaker as a solo support. How's that going to go? I still don't see it. I know we've read a bunch. We looked talked a ton last week, or yeah, last last week, yeah, last week about what her kit is and how the changes are going to be and all that. But I still don't see how she's a solo support. I don't get it. She's out of the weird queue, though. Mm. I don't know how I. I think I like that because the weird queue is weird. But well, then who's in the weird queue now? Is it just uh, Tassadar and that's it? It's <laughs> just by himself. Who else is in there? Where I don't did know how go? I got here. <laughs> where, where did that lady go? <laughs> there was a lady here. She had an owl. I used to be the thing. <laughs> um. I love the idea of poor Tassadar. He's already dead for heaven's sakes in StarCraft, but now he's trapped in a room where he's the only one and the thing is labeled weird support. I- I think Abathur's in the weird queue. I think Murky's in the weird queue. Oh, so not necessarily support, just weird characters. Uh, yeah, the, the Vikings are in the weird queue, right? Yeah, I think I have a feeling Nova's in the weird queue mm. still, but they may have pulled her back when she got a rework. I don't remember now, but she was for a while. Right. Is Medivh in weird queue, says uh, Pugs? Yeah, Medivh's weird queue. A lot okay. of the people who shield are in the weird queue. Yeah. Yeah, what's that about? I like They're shields. Weird. Shields are cool. And Zarya's in the weird queue, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is she? Really? Because of the shielding. 
Yeah, her she's just she's just weird. She's not a bruiser. She's not a tank. She's just a shielder. She's just like a laser and shields. She's a grenade <laughs> delivery device. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> a glowing pink grenade delivery device. I like it. Uh, anyway, so they talk a bunch about that. And uh, you can read up on the Reddit post if you so desire. I'll put that in the show notes for today's episode. Uh, then we have this uh, bit of uh, contemplation. Will Mephisto be our last hero before BlizzCon? I think there's a real chance it might be, uh, especially with everything else going on uh, Blizzard-related. They're making a big stink about uh, the Switch version of Diablo and, of course, WoW having its expansion out. I don't know. I can't think of... I, I'll bet you there's not a new hero before BlizzCon, or if there is, it's teased. And then they announce it there or something. Or the or or what if they just shove out whatever maybe they got one they want to just move. Like, uh, we may as well finally finish this gnome one we all hate. <laughs> That's a gnome. That would be so good. <laughs> they finally get their hero and it's the most no fanfare pooped out hero. Yeah. Like, like an actual gnome, not chromy gnome chat room. I know some of you are going, there's a gnome in the game. Nah. Human form doesn't count. That's just a dragon with bad life choices, is what that is. That's a dragon going, all right, I got cat litter. I got a really slow wind-up. I, uh, I got this really far away thing going on. And while I'm in human form, I'd sure like to be a little tiny gnome. That's just a bad choice. That's like me going to a fancy place to get a suit and saying, I'll take the orange vest and just I'll be naked on the bottom. <laughs> you know? Nobody would do I, that. You know, dragons make weird choices with their form. You've got Caligos who turns into a half-elf, and he's apparently the only one, because when's the last time you saw a half-elf in World of Warcraft? Long time. So he's just like he's just like that edgy role player who's like, but what if I'm like a <laughs> yeah. half vampire? Yeah. <laughs> so I could like go out in the day. Like he's kind of that for dragons. He's like kind of want to be a human but i kind of want to be an elf yeah and i understand the hypocrisy of me making this statement but my point is there's no half elves in world of work you're right there's not but if they shove something out they've been trying to get rid of or, or just get out into the field i could see that but i actually think they're going to hold off i bet we don't hear anything new especially with the new release schedule they do now a year ago i would argue different because they were still doing like every other week you had a new hero um every four weeks there'd be plenty of time almost for two yeah the uh i don't know what this is about the h uh cg cheer bombs or yeah did they so bomb? uh cheer bombs have evolved or cheers oh you know, cheers. i thought you were gonna be it was gonna be something to do with the h c g it's hgc by the way right yeah we have that wrong. that's right yeah. uh hgc uh like something didn't go well and means it bombed in that regard but you're not talking about that oh no 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 it didn't the cheer didn't bomb they made a new kind of a cheer because you can put these, you guess you donate bits and then you can make little flashy things in the chat room. Mm -hmm. uh, I, people like it. I'm going to be speak supportively about it and not say what I think of this thing, this practice. But um, they can put cheer bombs to cheer. In the <laughs> I think chat you room. just did, by the way. I think you just told us how you felt yeah. about it. Without but, without saying it, I think I know now. I just mean I'm not going to, I already soapboxed once. I'm not going to soapbox twice. Right. So the, um, the cheers, uh, and this is an interesting move. We'll award you two loot boxes now if you cheer a thousand bits. Isn't that like 10 bucks? Uh, a thousand? Hold on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you're getting your money's worth, I suppose. So you cheer a, thou a thousand bits, and you get two loot chests for yourself. And you're like, well, that's a bad deal. They're a dollar a piece. I'm only getting two. But eight random people in chat will also win loot boxes. And I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. so you're you're like, I'm buying drinks are on me, basically. Basically, yep. You're that guy who's broke because, you you know, the guy at the bar is always buying drinks for other people and the freeloaders are just taking advantage of it. And then you're not your friends at the end of the day and nobody cares that you're super generous at the bar. But if you're into this kind of thing, it is a social thing to do and it's interesting. And um, so I'm, I'm all for it. Hopefully it's like drinks are on me if you include 10 people and exclude 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm buying hot dogs for the whole stadium, except for 99.99% .99 of them. <laughs> but I agree. I'm being a little uh, uh, sarcastic, but I, I think that's pretty cool. That's people pretty cheer like crazy. Like The thing is, it sounds like, well, who gives 10 Like, is anyone in this on this show... That's you, Scott, and mm. you, John, and Mebo. Mm. Ever cheered a bit? I I have because I had uh, a bunch given to me for some reason. I don't remember how I got them. Okay. Have you ever paid money to cheer a bit? I have not paid. I have not ever paid for a bit. No. I have. You yes. have? What? Who'd you give it to, John? I don't. Hold on. ASMR. So for HGC. For H I did. I, oh, I'm logged into the wrong Twitch account right now. I was going to just see. I could tell you because I still have the emotes for it, but I'm logged in the wrong account. I've cheered zero. I've I've probably spent, I think I probably that first year, I think I probably spent 20 bucks. Okay. Okay. And, and that makes sense because there's rewards tied to it at that time. Probably it was a big experiment. We, we want to try it out. I think yeah, John was and, just. I mean, there's still there still are. I just you know yeah. I was into it, and it's not to shame anyone for doing it. I, I guess maybe I frame I'm being a little aggressive. <laughs> no, I mean, who's I've cheered, buddy? I've <laughs> who did it? Who cheered? I've Which certainly one? received bits on my side. Like that happens on the channel sometimes. Um, just never... I'm I'm pro bits, like as a means to uh, support your favorite streamers and content. Totally cool. I just think cheers are a little weird because you know, like I, I get that the teams get. It. I just think it's a weird practice, but like. This isn't about that. It's just they're trying a cool new way to make it more fun to cheer, which is good. Um, and that's, I think, the thing. I, I do. Away. Hey, so, by the way, speaking of channels that you'd give your stuff to, and I was going to make a joke about John, but I just realized something. I'm going to break it here. I was going to do it on TMS. We had ISP issues this morning, so the show got bumped. So tomorrow I'll do it. But I'm going to break it here. Uh, I'm always annoyed and frustrated that I can't find any of that ASMR stuff that works on me. Like everybody else can go, oh, the sound of a comb running running through your hair just makes me tingle and feel so good. None of that does anything for me. People whispering or eating, going, all right, I'm gonna have a, sal a sloppy sandwich now. Like a it doesn't. Sloppy sandwich. <laughs> None of that. Stuff. Well, you laugh, but that's every something under the sun. They will make a, a sound. I'm for. sure. I just never heard of a sloppy sandwich before. <laughs> I, I think the thing is. Are you irritated that you can't find an ASMR that works? Yes, that I've been sense? annoyed. So I went on a hunt to find one. Uh, yeah. I'm doing science here. I went through yeah. all the AS ASMR videos I could find mm -hmm. to see if I could find something. All the whispering makes me want to pull my face off. I hate it. Face yeah. off. Uh, and then it makes, uh, what's the other ones? Anything anyone's eating? Freaking F that. I can't do any of those. I can't do little Japanese girl uh, doing Japanese in my ear. Whatever. I can't do that. So I found one though. Do you guys want to hear what it is? How, how deep? 
How, how deep did he you went, go? He clearly went did down you, the rabbit hole. Though. Well, I go, went. I didn't go that you, far. I didn't go weird far. All, okay. I found a YouTube video that worked for me. Do you guys want to hear the sound? Yeah. Let's oh, hear you it. found one that worked. Yeah. Now this doesn't make me. What, people talking about the tingling on the head and that. I don't get that, but this chills me out to no end, and I can put this on repeat and I'll fall asleep. I love it. So here it is. That Great. sounds like someone peeing on grass. <laughs> <laughs> it totally makes sense. All right, no, let me you. let me let me tell you what it is because it's not that. Although now that you say that, that's all I'm going to be able to think of next time I hear it. Sorry. <laughs> let me hear that again. It does sound like somebody peeing on grass. That's not what it is, though. All right. All right so what it is is it's plastic, uh, like um. A big tarp of black plastic, probably like you could just use like a glad like trash bag or something. They have those yeah. in Canada. What do you guys have up there? What's your famous brand of trash bags? Uh, we have glad garbage bags. Oh, same. Okay, so and no name garbage bags. <laughs> we have those as well. So imagine that, and then on it is a roller, like a little lint roller. Okay, and it's all sticky, the kind you put on a suit uh-huh. to get rid of lint. And then you yeah. rub it onto that plastic, and that's that. This here, I'll play oh. it one more time. Oh, something about it, dude. It's fully uh, work. It's like magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Sorry, I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but I, I, I would say that you said it relaxes you and makes you go to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah. Chills me. You out. don't get the tingly feeling. No. And so, so, so I don't even know. You like this, yeah. it's not your AS because I I've had the ASMR thing, mm-hmm. not from videos either. It's got it's time, context, and time and place is important. Getting a haircut is a perfect time. Someone scratching your head. Oh, I do like for that. Me, yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's better than sex. <laughs> hey, why a not good head scratch? Combine is the amazing. Com- combine the two. It'll it's better that way. No, no, no. It distracts from the head scratching. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. <laughs> I'm just saying I like a good, and it's like I put off like my last girlfriend. I'd be like, okay, you really like this, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. it, it, it it's, it's, I think it's very specific. I just wouldn't feel bad. I think videos are mostly badly done, and also it's a simulacrum of being in an actual time and place where you get that feeling. Yeah, yeah. So I love the word simulacrum. Well done. Way to mm-hmm. insert that one. That was good. I get the ASMR yeah. tingle from a ridiculous <laughs> amount of stuff. Really? Which would make you think I'd be way into it, and I'm not. But, but you there's do? There's a lot of stuff that'll get the little tingle in the back. Of Is any head. of it where people eat stuff on a mic? Not really, no. <sighs> that grosses me out. I don't understand it. I mean, no offense to people who are into it, but somebody's got a mouthful of wet rice going, okay, guys, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. Let's end the stream on this one. Let them eat rice! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of it. I still don't have the tingles. I get the tingles. Apparently, I have the tingles. If you believe Bo's description, <laughs> it does well, sound yeah. exactly like someone's being on grass. Stick on the goddamn subject. Oh yeah, we got a guy. <laughs> that guy's probably yelling at us. He's not even listening to the show, and he's still saying it. Stick to the subject. God damn it! All right, we're back on it then. Uh, cool rumor floating around. There's this hot rumor floating around that Netflix is developing a Diablo series with the Hellboy writer. Ooh, now animated or what's the? Does the rumor go that far? 
Rumor doesn't go that far, although I think everyone's assuming animated. It'd be like the uh, the the Castlevania thing on Netflix is is a good probably comparison of what we might get. I doubt that this would be like a 3D rendered. That's what gives this rumor credibility. Yeah. No Castlevania series, disbelieve. Yeah. Castlevania series. Yeah. And and nothing happening from the Diablo camp, but the Diablo people saying good things are coming. Yeah. And I'm like. Stroking my beard going, hmm. Mm. Ooh, you stroking your beard is making my head tingle. Just kidding. Not hey, really. ASMR right <laughs> so wait, so John, what do you think? Did you? I assume you guys have seen that Castlevania thing. It feels like it's right in, in the wheelhouse here. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was just too short. I yeah. was ready to keep going, and all of a sudden it was over, and I didn't have any more, and I thought, oh, okay. There's more yeah, coming uh, of that. There's a season two or however they're doing it, series two. That's coming. The main dude looks like Varian Rin in that. Oh yeah, he totally does. And he, but he cusses like a sailor, though, man. That that thing was. Uh, let's just say Konami did not care about uh, uh, language filters for their uh, series on Netflix or Blood, for that matter. So that would oh, be yeah. my big question: is how if this is all true, and it seems certainly feasible, if they're working on this, like Blizzard's typically general audiencey, you know, generally speaking, although. Certainly the Diablo games have had their share of blood and cut off ears and, you know, body gore oh, and horror I, and that. I think but. they should go full cyberpunk. Get Deckard Kane <laughs> in there going, I'm so sick of these mother demons. <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta go mark that and cap that out. That was really good. <laughs> that was good. Would he be wearing like a visor or like a, like a little black visor or whatever? Decker Kane. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you have a little patch where we can plug in his wetware. I love this. This is a great idea. John, you've done it. Once again, you've done it. All right. So that's that. But uh, but yeah. I I I I hate that people criticize Diablo for not being bloody and adult. I think it's a pretty gross game. Yeah, I mean it, new one. it like, is, but but like not in any of the other ways you would apply an adult rating. Like sure the blood and the guts, but I don't think you it, it doesn't have the sex or the, um, like whatever else you'd have language. Like, yeah, I guess. I guess so. I don't, I think, I just, I think it's a perception thing. I think, I really think that's, um, I really feel it's something that they've, that is an unfair criticism of Diablo three. And it always I mean, it has, has quasi nudity in it too, right? Like it's, it does have a sexual element. Well, the demon ladies. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, Asmodan, that guy's a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he's got the nipple rings to show it. Yep, he's into it. So, and then there's a lot of uh, what so are the ones blood to... explosions everywhere. You know, I just feel like maybe people's expectations were more like, you know, that they'd go insane with it, but we're just all desensitized. Yeah, you know? that's what's going on. Even I can admit it, even though you know I'm, I might like it, I still know it. Yeah. there's uh, like it's just like even like the hell areas like they're so beautifully colored like and and then like the environments are gorgeous like i i don't i don't get the whole critic that criticism and then yeah, they like, like path of exile this is the game i look at it it looks like not good i mean path of exile has its aesthetic it's fine i, I don't think it looks bad it's, by it's any a stretch. fine game but i'm like it doesn't hold a candle how good Diablo looks like you guys those are those people that are wrong but reinforce their bad position by just being obnoxious like I, Diablo 3 is clearly a way prettier and more gritty game 
than Path of Exile. Uh, in my gritty, I've, I've played both. Visually gritty? And, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, like from a tone perspective, sure. Like, it's very mat- matted. Is that the right word? It's very, there's grim. It's grim. There's a grim palette to Path of Exile, yeah. and it's very bright in Diablo. Yeah. They're, but they're still the... got that pantry monster that basically is just hucking pee and poop and vomit at you, <laughs> and he just explodes into blood and pus. But yeah. like, it's beautiful. Like, it's like Bob Ross being like, "We're just gonna paint a little happy pee right underneath <laughs> him," and you're just like, "You're okay with it because it's pretty." But at the end of the day, like, that's a bad situation. You're gonna put a little happy pee below him, <laughs> just a little happy yeah. pee. Uh, it's not that you know we're it's it's. I think they're both great games. It's just, I think it's exaggerated when they say these like, clearly oh, not as good looking. I com- games. I completely agree with you there. Like, also, uh, I wish are, I, I would play Path of Exile right now and for the rest of my life if it played like Diablo and it doesn't. It plays stiff and stilted and it pisses me off because I think they've got a great thing there. I think it's super cool and I know some people want it to play like a stiff old uh, Diablo two era action RPG. And that's great. So you got what you wanted. But if it was as fluid as the gameplay, the minute-to-minute gameplay is in Diablo 3, I would play Path of Exile all day. Yeah. Because the content's awesome, and they've got tons of it, and it keeps, they keep adding to it. Like, their business model is rocking. I wish Blizzard would yeah. freaking do that, and we hope whatever 4 is is that. But, but mm-hmm. the way it plays doesn't hold a candle, in my opinion controversial come at us at me and Bo on twitter bring it um yeah don't at don't at john he didn't bother downloading it i won't know i won't put up a good fight you'll be like i think path of exile is great and i'd be like i respect your opinion and i don't know all you have to do is tell john it's on mobile and he won't play it oh yeah so we all tricked him into thinking it was a mobile game and well no you know what the truth is probably the thing that's held you back is that it's a free-to-play game you don't trust him do you uh i trust some free to play well you trust blizzard games i think the problem is is i played diablo 3 and people were like it's like diablo 3 and i was like but i have diablo 3 right now and i don't have to do anything else to play it yeah yeah that's fair enough they've done some cool stuff with it again i wish it was the continued content attention they give to that game if diablo was doing that that's all i'd play that's all i would play but because they don't, it's just the season stuff. You know, I play it less. Yeah. Hey, check this out. Hold, sinners! It's time for us to do our continued series of Seven Deadly Sins of Heroes of the Storm. This week, Passive Play. Who wrote this one? You, Bo? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to be the sin guy. All right. The sin father. All right. You're Asmodan. Although, if somebody wants to contribute one, like, do it. But I thought of seven, so... But I'm... then we'd be at eight, and what are we going to do? Exactly. So, you know, uh, but if we want to vote one out and vote one in, I'm totally good with having ha- having that conversation. Including you, listeners. Let me know. Um, this week, though, short and simple, as they all are. It's just a sin. You, you need to stop doing it. And that's A, always, B, B, closing. Close the deal. And what does that mean? It means... When you've beat the team and pushed the lane in, but can't quite get the keep, don't stand there for five minutes doing nothing. Mm. Go do crap on the map. I can't count the number of times of playing in a game and everything's going great for the entire game. And then the old, 
let's just stay here happens and then we get wiped and then we lose because guess what we decided to play passive because we were more comfortable standing in one box of the map than doing the thing we're supposed to do which is continually apply map pressure and this applies to your laning phase there's isn't really there is a laning phase in heroes but it's virtually non-existent that transition to stop landing happens very quickly and you need to be very dynamic and if you've got nothing to do you need to be doing something with intention not hanging around and you know just because if you're playing passive you're not playing aggressive and aggressive play isn't i'm always punching or trying every opportunity to fight the enemy team aggressive play is you're always doing something deliberate and following a strategy so okay I like There's it. There's your sin. Passive play. Uh, chat room, if you were wondering what face I put on Bo temporarily, that was <laughs> famed famed uh, sales uh, whatever guy, uh, Tony Robbins, self-help guru. It seemed, and it, it, because when you first said close the deal, it seemed like something he'd say on stage. Well, so. it's it's, uh, it's actually from Glenn Glory, Glenn Ross. Oh. Alec Baldwin. Oh, all right. He says, remember your ABCs. A, A always, B, B, C, closing. Close for the love of Christ. You know, <laughs> you know it's supposed to be one of the greatest movies of all time, and I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've seen that oh. scene, but I've never seen the movie. Oh, watch the movie. It's basically the play. It's, it's, it's a David Mamet play, right? David Mamet? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of bad words, yeah. tons of bad words. I want to watch Jack Lemon F-bomb a whole bunch. I'm in. That's the movie for you. I'm in. All right. Jack, Jack Lemmon's in it. He's amazing in this movie. Like it, the whole cast is incredible. You know who else is in it? Mm. Um, what's that guy's name? Is it Alan Arkin? Oh, Alan Arkin. Yeah, I love Alan. Arkin. He's in it. He's great him. in this too. Yeah. Ed Harris is in it. It's it's just it's amazing. It's so macho, and that's the content of the, sh the play. Uh, watch watch it ASAP. All right. I'm in. It's like if you're like I'm in for a good movie. Give me a good movie. Okay. Watch it front to back. All right. Also watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Stuff. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Stop it. it with that movie. John keeps reminding I've me. I've been bugging him to watch it for years. I've at one point he will watch it and the whole quest will be complete. I feel like but when... I've got a little quest on my quest bar that says get Scott to watch this movie and I want it to go away. I feel like when when I was in Phoenix in 2014 January. I feel like you told me even then to watch it. Think of that. Yeah, yeah. It's been going. It's been a long time. You've been telling us to watch it. It's and I think I almost started watching it, and then I just didn't. I feel a little bad. I should watch it. I shouldn't feel bad. Uh, well, but, I mean, uh, the other thing that I need, I need to backtrack a bit, though. <laughs> Word of warning. Yeah. Glenn, it's Kevin Spacey's in Glenn Glory, Glenn Ross. Yeah. This is weird. Plays a guy you'll want to hate. So at least that'll make it. <laughs> so. <laughs> It'll match with what you want. He's the office match. manager, and he's kind of a douche, so you're going to be... Yeah, I don't like that guy. But yeah. Anyways. Well, Sorry. I... Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, everyone, go rent it. Okay. It's on HBO Go oh. right now. Is it? So, yeah. Oh, I have no excuse. Let's just watch it. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, all right. Well, really good. Stick D to the topic. There you go. <laughs> well done. Uh, always remember it. Remember your ABCs. Always be closing. And this is really important. And I've noticed that this is something uh, early in my play, I would notice Bo and Kyle and the like would do. Take off, take care of camps, do other stuff. There was never a time when you were like, there's nothing to do in that game. Every once in a while, you might be in a position where the cannons are firing on on uh, uh, money map. What's that map? 
Blackheart's Bay. Blackheart's Bay. Cannons are firing. All camps have been taken. All extra coin camps are taken, and the boss is gone. Well, even then, hunt down the other team, look for fights, look for people caught out. Like, there's just stuff to do. Sitting around waiting for something to end is the dumbest thing you can do in this game. So don't do that. Also, the- look forward to my fan fiction about Heroes of the Storm. The cannons are firing on money map. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cyberpunk title. It does. The cannons are firing on money map. Hey, would you would you say that? Uh, sorry, not to not stick to the subject once again, but would you say that the Deus Ex games are true cyberpunk, or are they uh, something else? They're cyberpunk. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, they fall in the These games category. Are really- like, I think you, people will get picky with it. I'm not picky about the definitions. I'm sure there are people that have more specific nuance to what counts as cyberpunk versus just sure. science fiction. Yeah. But no, Deus Ex is quintessentially cyberpunk, if you ask me. So is Glengarry Glen Ross. That's what we've decided. <laughs> uh, all right. There will be dungeons this happening this weekend, but not the way you think. Uh, we're I'm gone. I'm away for an anniversary trip. And Kyle and Kristen are gone for some kind of weird boat. I don't know what they're doing. A what wedding. Are... Oh, it's a wedding? <laughs> There's a wedding that they're calling it. Okay. Weird boat. It's a weird boat thing, right? They it's... took a ferry to get to the airport. Oh, wait. That's cause... the only boat I think there is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're in they went Seattle. To the ferry. Okay. I get it. They're in Seattle. There's probably some ferry thing to get to the airport. Okay. Got it now. To me, it was like, oh, great. This is one of those theme weddings. Everybody's got to dress up to do a thing or get on a boat and go somewhere. Like, that sounds terrible. But it sounds like it's not that bad. All right. Anyway, they're going to go do a marriage thing. So we're not around. But apparently, John and Bo are going to do a two-man. Well, one man, really, because Bo's DM. uh, But John is going to be a lone character. I have no idea how this is going to go, but I'm kind of excited to hear what happens. It's a solo session of Dungeons & Dragons. I've always... DM'd for groups. This will be the first time I ever DM for one person. It's an experiment. I'm excited by the notion. And, you know, we do have, like, single periods when I isolate one person to do a little thing. So I imagine it'll just be a longer version of that. But it's a challenge. And I thought, uh, yeah, if John's still going to be around, I'm not going to let him get off the hook. He's going to have to deal with me for three hours potentially yeah i'm so excited for it i can't even pretend to be upset i'm looking so forward to this uh i don't know maybe you guys are going to come back and find out stanley's just dead and it went really bad it'll just be like what happened we were gone for one week i will put it this way the stakes will be very high for you and your friends whoa oh you gotta come back and find out you're dead Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's interesting. That's like that's like getting up to get the door when you're playing WoW and you thought you were in a safe place and you come back and you're laying there in the black and white. Yeah, one zombie sitting there yeah. going, hey. <laughs> his, his famous line, hey. Hey, he hey. Says, you, you, you thought that armor would protect you. <laughs> yeah. That's this, what he said yeah, to me. You did better than, that was better than John's impression, which was just, yeah. hey. Hey. Now, he's, got the, he's got the market cornered on Deckard Kane. Yeah, yeah your Deckard is pretty hard to compete with. I, I will My Bwans is kind of just the Fonz. <laughs> Fonz Bomdy. There you go. Uh, all right, well, that brings us to a point in the show that we cannot avoid. Uh, but we don't want to avoid it because it's pretty rad. Here it is. 
We you read your emails on the show. We got one at coreheroesforyou.com. Got a writer who wrote in named Will who says this. I think that a 100-player battle royale mode can be lumped in with the vast number of reasons people talk about why we need a new game and engine. Plus, in a battle royale mode, they could bring back the artifact system because you can, sorry, because if you can tell who has the most badass artifact farmed with gold, he's going to get ganged up in, gang, gangled up in the chaos. Ganged up in the chaos. Up on the chaos. Ganged up on, I don't, I'm, That's am I? Ganged up on the in the chaos. Money map. <laughs> ganged up on in the chaos. Oh, that's yeah, book let me, two. Let me, I'm excited. Let me fix this for you. <laughs> He's got a weird thing there. Anyway, he says, additionally, a new engine would mean that the number of players could be tinkered with. I'm partial to the idea of seven per team on a three lane map. Thoughts? Anyway, love the show. Will. I mean, I, there's one thing I do want to say about this. A lot of people think that uh, the implication of a battle royale mode for any game implies you got to have 100 players and that is not the case um you could have way less than that i play one on mobile john that i quite like uh, it's this top down thing dual stick thing that's uh, much easier to play than a sh- first person shooter or something but uh it's Are you thir- sure it was a game and not a graphical interface for collecting money <laughs> i'm positive there's no no as far as i know well it's like it plays like Fortnite. you can buy things but you never have to it's all okay. cosmetics so um it's uh there's 32 total players in that and it works perfectly for the game that that it is it never feels like i need more or less it feels like just the right amount um i know there's a lot of factors like map size and all that stuff goes into that but it can be done so i don't think any of us are saying hey heroes of the storm if they decide to go down this road needs to figure out a way to retrofit everything to handle 100 players in it i think they could do something on a much smaller scale uh and just end up with a sort of king of the hill uh, mode and i think that could be really fun uh what that looks like i don't know i mean we basically did it we had a more stringent version of it but we did this during the last charity brawl where you just had matchups and the next guy would go in who just lost um that was carefully controlled and only one guy could come in at a time but you know it's po- it may even be possible with the engine as it is now i don't know uh get eight people drop in or 10 people drop in they're not on the same team Fight, 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 win, win, win. One guy's done. One guy's at the end. I mean, it's all it's it's possible. And then and then the nice thing is if you get kicked out and you don't want to sit around and wait, you get out and you get into another one and it just starts right up again. Just like, you know, and it's the one it's the one feature of these battle royale games I think people don't talk about a lot that I think makes them compelling, which is I got in, I played for a bit, I died, I got out, I got back in, I played for a bit, I died. Like you're not waiting around for anything. You don't have to wait for a 30 minute map to finish. So anyway. Uh, thoughts, feelings, battle royale and heroes. What do you think, Bo? I, or John? You go ahead, Bo. Either way. Well, I'm I'm gonna give it over to you because, like I said, I've filled my soapbox quota. But oh. I just think they, you know, if Blizzard wants to make a battle royale, battle royale game, just make a battle royale game. Separate like game. Making, it's you know, yeah. Don't don't build it in heroes. It's kind of its own thing. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I I don't necessarily need that mode, but I I do think you know in a perfect world if it was feasible, I think we all would love for Heroes to have its own engine. Um, I think that's something that I don't think we'll see. I think Heroes 2.0 maybe had that gone a different way for them, maybe we could have seen that lead to things like that. 
but I think we've got the engine that we've got, and we're going to make the most of it, and they'll continue to make upgrades. I mean, look at what they're squeezing out of the Warcraft engine, which is, you know, older. So, you know, we're going to we're gonna just... You know, older. older. Uh, we're going to see how it goes, uh, but in a perfect world where it's possible, I, I think we'd all would love to see it have its own... Has, has Blizzard as a company ever taken a game and updated an engine to an existing game in its history uh, well oh, you mean a game that's still running and then changed it mid-run i mean wow's had incremental changes but i know what you mean like a full yeah, overall. it's iterative and the game the engines and the software and tools like develop over time become more sophisticated get pruned back they get iterated on i'm gonna say probably has, not has, but there's never been maybe even from a game company very rare cases where an existing game is technology is flushed and start from scratch that is a huge cost yeah so it's 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 i'm just gonna say it now they just might as well release heroes of the storm too if they're just gonna make a new engine like it's not happening i think you're right i think when they um and even when this has been done uh like everquest 2 was a whole new thing turns out it wasn't that great but whatever um they did that instead of retrofitting the existing engine and what they got for it was a much bigger player base than the original game than the sequel ever got same yeah. was true of a couple other mmos names are f sliding past me in terms of remembering oh the latest example would be like runescape has more players playing that old school runescape thing than they do their proper modern game uh some have theorized that when wow classic comes out that that'll be the same scenario i actually don't think so but um, That's the reverse situation, if anything. Yeah. Um, and I think this goes back to our conversation at the beginning of the show that these games are lifestyle games, and that includes your your lifestyle in the game. Mm -hmm. I know when I switched from Planet Side to World of Warcraft, I hated the chat. I hated so much about World of Warcraft mm -hmm. because I wanted things to work the way they worked in the game that I spent 20, 30, 40 hours a week playing previously. Your life, yeah, your lifestyle playing. changed. They changed my your lifestyle. lifestyle. And it's like, I like the game, but God, why is my guild chat green? And it's this ugly shade of pink in trade chat. And I've got to set it up like, and you know, I have to push enter to chat, not backspace, which, you know, whatever it was that made planet side, the game that it was, it took a lot of adjustment over to get over negative feelings. And I think people are like that with games. And I, I, that's why I think wow. Classic may actually have a chance I don't think more people are going to play classic than play the actual new stuff. No. Well, I think it'll be extremely popular for but, a month. But I <laughs> if that if it, a month. it could buck the trend, but I think all re I think all remasters. I think about my history and I'd like you guys to answer too. I've bought remat like BioWare remastered some games. There've been a lot of remastered. I bought them all. I've probably played a combined total of an hour. Yeah, I bought like twelve or fifteen remastered things, and and I'm like, no, this is, it's a good idea, but there's new games to play, you know. So, oh my gosh, Ashron's Call, they're talking about in the chat. I played Ashron's Call two mm -hmm. at launch with a bunch of friends. Rough business, dude. That game was rough, and that same thing happened. They closed that game, and I think Ashron's Call one still runs. Or uh, I think they finally closed that okay. call. They may but have. Yes. It was it way was, later. It was though. around longer than two, though, yeah. for sure. So everybody who always saying, hey, you know, I remember I used to have this conversation with Kurt Schilling before he kind of went whack 
on me. Um, he said, uh, he says, trust me, there'll be a wow too. That's how they'll do it. That's how they'll redo everything. I don't think so. I think the trend in gaming is if you see an updated engine for a game, it's a bad sign. They've taken, they've gotten investment money. They've taken it alone. They've gotten, you know, it funded and it didn't save the problem. It didn't help improve anything. In fact, it's usually a sign I can't, that there's trouble. I can't think of a single time it's worked. Uh, to answer yeah. your question, the only time a remaster has ever done anything for me is usually in a case where I didn't play the original version. And it has given me easy access to that game. Like I was a huge fan of Curse of Monkey Island and uh, and and like the sequels, but I had never played the original two Monkey Island games. Mm-hmm. And they came out with remasters of those. I played through them. I love them, but that's because I hadn't played that original. And I have a feeling that for a lot of people who maybe got into that, you know, it was like, oh well, I've already done this experience though, because that's what it it usually comes down to. Um, I'll say more than remasters, I play ports because sometimes it's just nice to have access to games that you really like in a way, in a place that you don't have before, like uh, Mass Effect. I hate how Mass Effect plays on the PC. They made a lot of changes for mouse and keyboard because it was just at the cusp of that time where everybody was plugging their Xbox controllers into their PC. So Mass Effect on PC really is built for mouse and keyboard controls, and I don't like it. So if I want to play that, I have to play on 360 or a PS3. Mm-hmm. So I would love a port of the Mass Effect trilogy to either PC or modern consoles, but I don't need a remaster. I just want an easier way to play it. Yeah, I just want I want the in Hero's case, I want it to just play better. And I don't mean What's this uh, travesty. You oh yeah, so that's a screenshot. Um, here, chat room, I'll show you guys as well. This is a screenshot from Asheron's Call One. And I just wanted to just remind everybody what MMOs used to look like. Whoo! <laughs> That's a stinker. And that looks I better guess. than uh, that looks better than EverQuest did. EverQuest won, It does is. not look better than EverQuest. Dude, EverQuest looked way better than EQ1, one, I think you've forgotten. Go look up I'm gonna do I, that. Okay, do a search for original EverQuest Quest. screenshots. It looks better than that. EverQuest. I played Asheron's call before I got EverQuest. Okay. I did Asheron's call to EQ. All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm copying this in. I'm I'm gonna t- I mean it may be aces or what's the word? Not aces. Uh, similar badness, but they're there. I mean it's not far off. Well, yeah, that's a picture. It looked like it. pictures from the same game. Fippy <laughs> Darkpaw. The skybox in Asheron's call was better. Yeah. EverQuest was foggy, but. Look at old Fippy. He's got camo pants, Scott. Yep. No, He's you're a right. knoll with camo pants. You're right. You're right. This is Poor like, Fippy Darkpaw died so many times. Black erasers for feet. <laughs> black, black chalk erasers for feet. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it was what it was. It was 96 or whatever. I mean, that's what you got. But, uh, and thank goodness for it because they, they put us, you know, they did, they did cool things for what would be the future. I mean, all those games paved the way for the future, right? So yeah. It's, yeah. You look at it with love. Warcraft figured out a way to stay stylized and incremental change their engine in a way that doesn't make it th- feel like you're playing a whole different new game with every new expansion, but you do get these small changes that bring it into the modern era, and but still retains its classic sort of stylized look. They've been very, very smart about it. 
And I mean, they're making. They, I assume they're still making money hand over fist with it. Oh yeah, like we I can mean, get all those things because they get the money. Most MMOs they'll get. The, like they're the exception. They're the big boy in the room that every MMO wants to grow up and be. Uh, when it comes to stuff like that, right? Yeah. Here's a, a fun little fact. Yeah, look at that. It's so good. That's um, not good. Here's some <laughs> fun little fact. Terrible. In uh, all of the EverQuest manuals, up to a certain point, because I stopped looking at them. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment is thanked in the credits for oh. EverQuest. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, weird. I don't know why. I don't know what they worked on together, but Blizzard Entertainment gets a shout out in the credits. They're I think they were. They played a lot of EverQuest. Yeah, it could be playtesting uh, to Warcraft. Could like, be. I think they just. It, it could be playtesting. Seriously, like they may have. I don't mean like in an official job sort of way, but they're. You know, it's an insular in, in, industry. It's possible that you're just like, yeah, we'll play your, we'll play the hell out of your game, and then what happened there is they went, oh, this is so good, we're making our own. Sorry, everybody, kiss our butts. <laughs> we're Blizzard. <laughs> we're now going to destroy all of you, one by one. All right. Yes, there was no hogger in EQ. So, uh, uh, sorry, yeah. Will. Um, I there won't be a new engine. No, there won't be, and it really bums me out because I have streaming issues with the current engine. But um, whatever, time time shall tell. Maybe those hot okay. new G GeForce cards will do it, do the trick. Uh, so there you go. Uh, thanks for your email. CoreHeroesForYou.com is the email address. And as always, you can support this show on Patreon.com/CoreShow. I can't think of a show you'd rather support more than the one we had today, given all the amazing tangents that we had. This was a good show. I enjoyed every second of it. I being did honest. too. So yeah. I did too. It was a hell of a show. Patreon.com slash core show. Thanks to everyone who's already supporting us. And if you're on the fence there, let me just push you on the other side and say go. Let's do it. Uh heroesforyou.com is our website. You can find us via email core at heroesforyou.com. And as always on Twitter, core heroes, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. It's gonna do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. Why couldn't you just said it's been a long time since I've seen men in tights? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's happening. We are starting it up and recording has begun. Uh going to be okay, Bo. <laughs> What, what yeah, doing? I just uh, had a had an intense burping. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know when it's like it didn't make much noise, but it like destroyed your esophagus. That's yeah, what that was. I've had I those. just I didn't know what was going on. I looked up and I just saw you like this, and then I saw. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just just in case something comes out. That's pretty okay. good. That's a shark, but the other way around. And you put use the back of your hand because you don't you know you might eats or something with the front of your hand yeah that that's what sense. i do if i vomit on my hand i think boy i need to grab a big <laughs> bite of cheetos or something <laughs> uh -huh. oh if only i was recording oh i am recording this part oh good great i'm keeping it in <laughs>